it's almost full so that we can quit we can quit sucking the water over to him. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah. Won't, won't have enough water. My tank has to fill up to the top before it goes, it goes into in. yours. Yeah, so right. it'll probably be tomorrow or Wednesday. Okay. So there's no nothing gonna go up there till Wednesday probably. That's fine. Okay. Thank you very much, Bob. Yeah. It looked like the pumps and well yeah, alright. What are you looking forward to rain the most about? Huh? What are you looking forward to rain the most for? Just like the sense of wet, the cooling, the well, abundance. First of all, to suppress this fire worry. Yeah. And secondly, to refresh the water table so we get water. Yeah. And thirdly, to water my lettuce. <laughs> yeah. Well, then my my water system, mostly for my house, works off of rainwater. It comes off my roof, goes through a filter, goes into my tank up there. Yeah. And then I filter it for use. So, so that's another reason. Nice. Right on. I can find some roofing. Yeah, we need some roofing lettuce. You have roofing lettuce. I need to capture. I need to capture the rain. Wow, look at this weird action yeah. of it breaking down and still maintaining the growth. Yeah, the stream soil has been standing long enough to kind of start Alright, so if you were listening to an audio radio program and it's not for you, I mean, it, it is for you. It is for you. Because you're listening. Yeah. What are you listening for? Well, uh, first of all, I, I feel that we should start the recording because we only have so much time for walking to the spring. Okay, we're on. We're, we're on. on. Ah, so you just asked the question. I understand. You first, you got to tell me that we started. <laughs> or, or am I just that much into it that I'm, I'm facilitating the flow of the moment that we know that we're looking for? You knew exactly what it was. So, but you're right. I got to let you know because otherwise you don't know. To listen to this, and they started listening to it two minutes ago. By this point, it just sounds like rambling, unless you define it and contextualize it a bit with. Hey, this is who we are, and this is what this podcast is about. I'm Shantaya Highway. This is somebody I mean, that's with me who I don't know what his name is because he never seems to keep one that he wants to roll with for too long, as far as I've known him. Yeah, in yeah. public space. Yeah, and well, um, in this space today, I'm Dust Bowl. Dust Bowl today is here podcasting with Shantaya Highway yeah. on our property in the mountains, and I have been brewing on a few topics that I would like to talk about and integrate into the day and into all the learning that we're doing. And learning is the first one. The first one is the clipboard, the topic of the learning. What is it? How do we grow? How do we get new ideas? It's the forefront. What is this learning? That's one of the uh, concepts of the conversation. We're walking right now, descending on this dirt uh, dirt road, and we just got to Redwood Base level. So before that, we were up where we would be in their branches, but now we're in the base. So it is a hot day, and it is cooled off in the golden light of afternoon base level Redwoods. The property we're living at is close to 2,000 feet. So we're kind of up above where the redwoods live, but then we can walk down a bit and get down into where they live. Oh my gosh. We're on a mission now to the spring. spring. We've had some issues with our water. Something went wrong with the water and we ran out. And so we have to diagnose what's happening and we're going down to the spring. Mainly we're podcasting. Bob already came down here and checked it all out for us. Nice. Dude, I dig this kind of goalie. This this, is going to be cool to see fill up. This is the origin of the spring. So this is where all rivers come from. Well, this is probably 
probably a runoff that at some point in a different time was much more like a river. Um, but now it's mostly dry, but sometimes there's springs and places where the, the aquifers or the groundwater comes close to a spring. And where the groundwater comes... Other, so there's often springs near rivers, um, and that's what we have here. The meeting place between the groundwater and the spring and um, us. But my second... So my first concept is the learning. My second topic for this podcast is the void. Here's the oh my gosh. The void. And we've just made it to the spring, and it is gray. It looks like vape smoke. Sean's reaching his hand in. He pulls out a black mass. It's sending what looks like a, a squid squirt out of ink. It's a cloud. A cloud of black it's looking powder. It's rich in uh, the smell of, of decay. Oh. So this is the top. This is the, the whole... He's putting his head in. He's, put, he's closing his nose. Okay, there he is. That was just... This is... I mean, this is it. This is where all things start for a human world. Maybe that's not true. I'm trying to say this is where all things start. Yeah. Oh, that's good water. It's really nice water. That's really nice got water. got that stinky sulfur smell. Yeah. But sulfur is a good mineral. Your body needs sulfur. Oh, and this has magnesium and lithium. It's very good water. We've bathed in this water. I really want to build like a solar spring down here someday. Ooh. Because it's not hot. This is a cold spring. But these minerals are prime minerals. Oh. So what I want to do is build a little natural tub. Oh, and then you're just soaking in it. And then I would have a system where I could pump some of this water over there through a black coil in the sun. And then it would come back here to the pool. And it would just slowly get hotter and hotter. And it would just be like a really small little 100 watt panel or something that was constantly running the pump to circulate the water. So there'd be a little electrical solar panel for the circulator pump. But then the solar heat would just be radiating in a black coil that the water would pass through and we'd get a, a solar powered hot spring dig it um, dig it and you would put it right here where it is i'm not sure i have to still think about exactly where i'm still tripping on you just like. put your head in there like so nice. it's we've bathed in it before it's good water you've bathed in it right here what we what i did was i took water we take water out of here and we put it, it I, I had brought the tub you know our bathing tub yeah 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 he's got like a sweet old-fashioned like like trough. horse trough but it, we bathe in with some burners uh, propane burners yeah under the trough rad rad so i brought that whole setup down here and i got water from this ground into the tub and then heated it here and we had a straight bath with this sometimes we just take like <laughs> that's five a gallons. luxe day dude sometimes we take Take like five gallons and we put it into our bath up top yeah but that day was a special day with Taya. so i brought the whole tub down here and we did a 100 percent this water bath yeah oh dude that was it's good prime. it's like a drug it's so good you what you just feel the minerals coming into you tell people on a podcast if this is a public space yeah what about it's the minerals of, secret, of water yeah the minerals of water like the secrets that's not a secret so that brings me to my third topic which is secrets the stuff the real things, the items, the elements, the atoms, the protons, the stuff. The, the mass, stuff the that real makes up the matter. That makes up the universe, makes yeah. up objects, or so just makes got, up everything. So, so far I'm on learning, void, stuff, things and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, these are the topics that I'm starting to build and center around as I want to discuss. Not only the day, but everything that's happening. Um, 
Are those fish? There's mos- what is there's that? There's mosquito larvae in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's plenty plenty of mosquito larvae in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They like the luck too. Yeah. They know what's up too. So there's no secret up. to them. <laughs> no secrets. They're like, stop blowing up our spot, Shantae. Highway. <laughs> it's interesting too. It's in channels all up. It's, you can see it's just moist. Like it just kind of oozes out yeah. around all these different areas. Why is it? Here. I guess it's just because here is where it's low enough in the That's in the what hillside. I mean. Like, the, this is where the water table is. There's an interfacing between the water table and... and I, but there must, like... I don't know how they work because hot springs are coming from way deep down in the earth where that interface is literally involving some contact with some hot magma stuff. It's down. I see it. What we're, we're in a creek bed that's dry. The creek bed has started up the mountain at the narrower spot, and then it has worn down to get to, at well, this point. But like this hot spring, right? It's, Man, I felt so good about that. Yes, it's true. It's like it does. It wears down and wears down, but it's like the water's coming up at the same time as the water's coming down. Yeah, I felt like I discovered yeah. something. That feeling of discovering mm-hmm. something, but that's really it's just feeling. like, it's like, yeah, it's, it's a, a nice new, buzz, dude. Not, dude, learning is the best buzz. Is it? Yeah, it is. I don't know. Compare the learning buzz to eating some good food. That's the stuff buzz. That's the stuff buzz. Uh, compare the learning buzz to just rolling on some just great sweet drugs molly speaking of these mineral waters yeah um that like uh that's still on the stuff vibe food and drugs are pretty much in the same they're just metabolizing in your body okay um yeah oh, okay nice. uh, you know and there may be I'm, I, I need to add more in fact i know there's another Who one i to compare of... learning okay i can do it learning that feeling of learning towards rolling on molly <laughs> what would feel better well, but Dude, you, could, I, the learning actually point. does feel better. Okay, so maybe you're, the learning does feel like better. It's just so brief because you're like, oh, I learned it, and it runs learn. through you like an orgasm. It's like it's like just mm. passes through, and really? it's just like pa. Okay, I learned, yeah. and then sort of dissipates afterward. Whereas if you're so it's tripping, a climactic experience, kind of, it's just sudden. It's, it's like, like boom, you learned. It's an epiphany. We do like the drop. It, the epiphany is good. Okay, yeah, well, we do that, like the drop. There's like that rush from learning, but for me, I find when I'm doing good learning. It's often in a group setting. There's like, it, it happens better when it's a, a collaborative thing. I don't know. I like learning from I definitely just the learn earth when the shape, too. like when yeah. the actual shapes of the I earth. I also just learn from, or from the stars. From the stuff yeah, when you're looking up at the stars and you're like pulling to together. Things. I'm pretty sure stars is what brought ultimate learning out of people. They were looking up at the stars. It's a point of wonder. When you're in a point of wonder, then you become a point of contemplation and, and figuring. And once you start looking at the, really the it tracing things, you start yeah. saying like, oh, that's the brightest one and that's the brightest one. And I remember those from this morning when I woke up and those were the last stars in the sky. And now I see them again. And at that point, it sort of like draws thinking out of people. You're bringing the conversation where I want it to go. Because this Did learning you plan is this like- the whole time? The learning is the science. And yet I think that there's something wounded in our scientific method. And oh, it's Jesus, you're bringing the conversation where I wanted to go, which is what it is to be a scientist. Yes. Dude, I've been digging on that. The, the other day was the first, it's a clipboard. Yeah. The other day was the first day that I proclaimed. I am a scientist. I'm a scientist to somebody, oh. to a person. To a person? Yeah. How does that work? What do you mean? Well, they're like, what are you talking about? Person. And I'm like, well, I'm a scientist. 
Oh, you said that to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I see what you mean. Yeah. Who was the person? I mean, it was just a, a smart guy. A smart guy. He was a carpenter. And, he, and you said you were a scientist. Yeah, he was a carpenter. And he's like, I'm a carpenter. Now this uh, person's proclaiming, this person whose name is Dust Bowl is proclaiming to be a... <laughs> Well, okay, so I proclaimed that I was a scientist, and at that point I was. I was thinking about the river and what it is to be testing the river quality, ah. and like so the drinking water as it's passing through. And, yeah, and just so then you're running experiments with Running, ex- running real experiments. So in my science. mind, I was like being a scientist at that point we was cannot, yeah. running experiments, and your experiments are showing... You're getting data, and then your data is yep. then showing you what your hypothesis it's is so either fun. right or this is wrong. Where, this is where the, prime life is. The problem with me, why I'm kind of like a poser scientist, is I'm a disorganized scientist. Me, yeah, yeah, I'm that. a disorganized. If you if your notebook's not that. straight, you if got you, no data. If you don't got data, then you can't prove or disprove your hypothesis. Mm. So you're just rolling and like getting. Uh, epiphanies yeah, getting that buzz from the that you're looking at the side of the mountain and seeing how the river would run down at this point because it's the lowest point mm-hmm. and then at that point it wear out the earth until it got to the point where it got to the highest point of the water table which here we are i do not here we are i do not claim to fully understand how utterly amazing it is that a hot spring can be what it is because again there's some kind of an interface that's going on somewhere under the ground that's making it so the water is coming in touch with the molten core. And then it's mm. still hot mm. by the time it gets mm. up to you. Mm. And mm. That feels good. So there's an interface. That feeling feels better than I don't understand what that interface looks like. But it is there. We need that to be guided by God. The complexity of that There's an interface where the water, where a spring comes out. There's an interface between the water and the earth, and where it's coming oh, out word, onto the word, surface. Word, word, and that can be a totally complex structure. What that interface looks like, and I don't, so it's I don't the inter- it your hand is in the interface between where and you just pulled out a. Oh, it's, it's a, big, it's a like stone, flat. but it's completely flat. Wow. It's got an abnormal, uh, bizarre shape to it while maintaining flatness across it. Wow, kind of like a handle. Definitely kind like of a like a handle. It's shape. like a big P. Hmm. Um, ah, ah. Interesting. And, I'm ah. a, so, and you're pulling out more. Uh, so you're... Oh, well, look at this one. Cool. Yeah, okay, so here's my point. Is that these funky looking minerals, they're continuing to regenerate. Even as we take the water out. Because we've like used this water quite a bit. And there's, it's like you would think that whatever that black stuff is is somewhat finite. Right? Like it's just, no, that just keeps coming, It just huh? keeps coming. It's black. It keeps coming with the water. Yeah, the blackness is coming with the water. And that's wow. my point. So you can't clear that's it out. That's why it is clean. This water is clean. Because it it's covered in the charcoal? Black. The charcoal is one of the cleanest things. Charcoal will clean anything. Wow. If so this water a, is if clean. If you have a toxin in your body and you eat charcoal, the charcoal will absorb the toxin and take it out of your body. I mean, it's not... 
charcoal though, because it's. I mean, charcoal would come from fire or this something. This is not and charcoal. This is probably like. Um, that's a scientific reasoning. Charcoal comes from fire, and I'm this is exactly, coming from inside of the ground while it's wet. I'm not exactly sure what this black stuff is. Um. Uh, what's the? But it keeps coming. It keeps like coming, car- so you know, it like has a, to be like clean. Like a carbon filter, like a activated biochar, they call it. It's all the same. It's just carbon. You think that's this? It's probably similar. Yeah, it's some sort of earthness yeah. coming through it. Yeah, it's probably carbon based. Um, whoa, my It looks good. The okay, more hey, you dig around in it, the more I'm like. You want to check out? You want to see the pump house? That looks pretty nice. This is this is the mineral hot spring. I, I wait. Well, listen, deal. I don't want to see the pump house version. just yet because I want to put my hand in there. Yeah, you should. You want me to hold that? Or you could put the phone over here. Our podcasting device. John, what is the version of scientist that you're up on? It Here's like, my thing. Like so there's the void, like... right? Where do we get our knowledge from? And I'm going to make a radical claim. Okay, okay so we're at the void. Yep. And then there's the, the seeker of knowledge, the learner, the scientist, the, the activity of learning. Okay. The process of consciousness developing. And then there's the... Then there's... Um, there's all the stuff and things. Stitching my hand. Oh, wow, that's cool. And, and we can do this learning as Kyle is right now by putting his hand in the cold water and seeing what information he can get from it. He's interfacing with the stuff. There's stuff and things, and if you can touch that stuff and things, whether you're eating it or taking it or touching it or whatever you're doing, smelling it or tasting yeah, it. It smells pretty good. I mean, it's sulfury, but it's like get... smells clean. Yes. It you... smells like rocks and trees. And you're going to get some information from that. And it might uh, guide you. For example, it might say like, ooh, that's repulsive or yum, I want to eat that. <laughs> mm. And it's going to give you some guidance about what you want to do. Yeah, that's some old school scientists. So mm, I want to eat that or ooh, that's repulsive. So learning, That's like how we got through the world for so long. So learning so long. from the stuff and from the things is one mode. Of, so your version of scientist is learning from the stuff and the modes? No. Oh. I'm making a radical claim. That's what I would say that most science is based on learning from physical things. Yeah. And I am yeah. interested more in the spiritual science of learning from the void and letting myself be going guided in. directly from the void. I'm going into the void. What can I learn as I put my head into this? I mean, this is the void. I would cover your ears so you don't get too much in your ears. <laughs> you know how deep you go. <laughs> what? What? I don't know. Do you cover your nose? It's up to you. I, I actually got it in my ears and it was nice. So I, I take it back. You should. I don't want to be in water if I don't want it in my ears. I don't know. You are the expert at dipping your head in water. I learned. Yeah, but to this do it water is totally black. It was gray when we came up to it. It's full of mosquitoes. It's cleared out now, right? It is a little bit clear. Yeah, like I'm not smelling. worried about that. That's not the part I'm worried about. Oh, and there's a grasshopper antennae. Look at this. <laughs> Arcus. Nope, still alive. Wow, here we go, bud. And he's <coughs> off. Ready for more. Coming from his deep slender. So this guy was in the void. Whoa. This guy was in the void oh, and he's right tasty. back into this. If I, I was a baller, I would eat this guy. Don't eat that. He just got out of being in the void of slumberous death, being floating in the water with just his antennae spread out like a V that it like caught me. And it's like perimeter so signal fat, just coming in. Radio so antenna for the soul tasty. of a dust bowl. Mm. Okay. Maybe he would What's like gonna, some What am I going to look for in the void? I want to give him Dude, some Dude, radical scientist. Radical scientist. So see if you can discover what 
Oh, you had more in there. Oh, here we go. I didn't know you had more. Oh, you're going to put the, the grasshopper in the thing? I thought he might want some beer. Wait, let me drink some. Are you <laughs> I was going to give him a... I'm doing an experiment to see if beer He doesn't want beer. He doesn't want to beer. To see if it will change the guidance of a cricket. <laughs> Don't do that. Jeez, stop fucking with the cricket, man. Don't experiment on animals. Don't experiment on animals. You know, I did my last photo of staging an animal. Isn't every relationship an experiment? Oh, jeez. What are you learning in it? Why are you there? Isn't every relationship an experiment? I mean, it is, but if you start reproaching it like that, then you could become... It was always... It all just You can't be as... outside of it. Being a scientist is kind of outside of something. <laughs> if you're outside of it on your relationships, you start becoming a psychopath. Every relationship started as, oh, this feels good. I wonder what's next. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. I, that's what I'm saying. We went through that for thousands and thousands of years, just eating things and learning things from our mouths. I was saying that the stars were the first thing that pulled out us into thinking and scientifically arranging with things, right. but it wasn't. No, because it was, it was those people who started grass. writing it down or started getting some. They recognized patterns enough to know that it was beyond their ability to comprehend it without some additional help. So then they got the clipboard out. And you and I, for some reason, have like some kind of a barrier to our clipboard ability. Our we clipboard ability is that our, our mic is not that strong, so we got to be closer. Oh, really? to it. I bet it's picking up pretty well. No, it picks yeah, up, but if we're closer to it, then we get that like yeah, that like absolutely. Okay, what am I gonna find? In, okay, the void now is swirling. It is a complete I would recommend is the I thing. I like Kyle. the challenge of what do I have? What, we a, haven't, what is my we haven't even, with my clipboard You're asking ability. what the void is. We haven't even touched on it yet. This is the one topic we haven't said because what can we say? Because I'm going it's there. To, look for emptiness. Look for nothingness. See uh, if you can find a place where absolutely nothing exists and where it's so completely empty set that it's, it, the permeability is very, very high. So it's everywhere. It completely permeates. I'm going in. I'm looking for the emptiness that permeates through this space. I'm going in to blankness, to the blackness. I'm going in as a scientist. I would pick up the microphone and bring it closer. The gurgle, but Kyle's afraid of COVID. I hope you can hear the sound bubbling up from the mud. As his face plummets into the blackness. With his ears just barely exposed. by the dust bowl, deep in the crevice, rutted in a mountain, and here we are, alive, and still looking for truth, whether it's found in a mud pit, or in the heart, or, as I'm proclaiming today, perhaps from the void that is inside all of us. Every single cell, between every single thing, there is nothingness. And I'm believe it or not, right now. that nothingness contains consciousness. And that consciousness is God. 
and it is in us, and it is the thing that we should be looking to get in touch with. Wow, that was about. what was in there. It is the it's most totally difficult thing. It is the most difficult thing to be in touch with the void because it doesn't even exist, and yet it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that when I was in there. When I uh, the first plunge was the sensation, then the second, and I was like starting it there, but then mm-hmm. I realized that it was me thinking. So then the second plunge mm-hmm. was go deeper, mm-hmm. and it was gray and soothing and sounded of the bubbles of my breath coming out to the side of me and was gray and soothing and then my thoughts would come back in and so I came out and uh, I was like okay you got to go back for the third time because the gray and soothing is soothing because it is empty and expansive and is so full of everything at the same time but everything being this nothing's thing so you just it's like swimming it's like jumping into the deep end Yes, yeah, like jumping in. Uh, and my third time going in, uh, I went okay, in and so then just got lost in my in, got lost in my head. Here's my shtick about that. But I didn't know what it would be. I, you know, I was Next didn't phase, know what it'd be. If we want to be guided by the void, WTF? What does that mean? How would we possibly go about doing that? Is that a real thing that I'm proclaiming I'm doing? Answer: Yes. How do we do it? I will continue. Baba, I think, was doing it to the perfect, absolute T. We have a weird, like, mirror of that thing happening when we take on masters or when we take on someone who's an authority that's telling us what to do. Like, so the most extreme version of it would be, like, in a boot camp where you've got the drill sergeant and you've got all these people who are, like, lazy and they aren't really trying very hard. But um, before very long, they're, like, standing up as straight as they can and completely embodying in everything in their posture, like, this sternness and strength entirely to please this person who's in front of them and i don't know about that and that's a physical incarnation of like a human taking that role but in that sense of like the boot camp sense where there's this guide i claim that the void can become this guide that like whips us into shape whoa so the void is what will whip us into shape as the boot camp instructor the masters are just super super good at getting themselves out of the way and letting the void tell them how to function constantly and the students in the boot camp kind of act like the boot camp instructor the students are like you and me I mean, well, go on with what you're saying. I don't know if I follow. Like, the students end up rigid and, like, as strong as possible because well, they're the, almost acting like I mean, like in the, the analogy, the truth came instructor is, like, the spiritual master. He's the one who's already got his shit together, and he's trying to tell you how to do it, too. What I'm driving at is, what is the void, then, like, what is his example? Are you following an the example from is, the void? The void is the origin, and it's the end. The void is the source. The void is everything. The void is, is God. It's the permeable, it's the ultimate permeable consciousness that's so permeable and so there thin and yet so alive circling with light the black that we can be everywhere at one now. time. It's like a structureless structure. It's like a channel, except there's no channels. And so it's everywhere at once. And it's alive because everything is alive. There's, there can be nothing that is not alive. So even the nothingness is alive. The void is empty. And how yet does it, this emptiness is more than empty. What we will be, though. Like, how would it... It's well, how do you fall body. into line with that? It's how do you run into cadence with I, it? I am a triple Capricorn. I am so ridiculously physics-oriented and stuff and creation-oriented. I've learned just about everything that I can. Clearly, I don't know everything because I don't understand the interface of a hot spring. But there's a lot of stuff <laughs> with atoms. I know yeah. about atoms. You know most of the I stuff. I know many things about things. 
one of the weird things that physics people don't understand yet is word, the void. Word, That's word. what we're all trying to learn about is this word. black matter energy void. Yeah. And that is the next scope because it's live here on the planet. We can touch it. It's in Yo, our bodies. Oh, it is it there. Has There's not a water table for it. And it's not something that's been carved out. It's, it or we are actually here. in the water table. It is, it. It's we as real as the water table. It's yeah. as real as gravity and physical things. And it's totally non-existent. And yet it does exist. And that is God, and it is there. We need to learn to be guided by God. You can call it God, or you can call it the void. You can call it anything you want, but it is there. And I think, like, in understanding it from a physical sense, thinking of it as the void is probably more accurate than calling it something like infinite consciousness. Um, but that's really what it is, because consciousness just permeates through this thing. It's almost like a vehicle, but it doesn't exist. So it's so permeable. Permeability is the key feature here. It's just everywhere. It's so void. And consciousness is still there because so consciousness is everything. So void. Consciousness is so ridiculously infinite. And the thing is, it All actually right, void came from and- the void. The void was there, like so intimately tied with the beginning of consciousness. That's all there was. It was unity in one void. And then that was the consciousness. And then it came out from there through different experiences and started creating things. Um, but it's those masters who get the full scope. Ah, okay, okay. They're not only where we are now in creation with all the people and all the things flowering out everywhere, but they're also ever and infinitely in touch with the very void that was there at the start and will be there at the end of all cycles. So at what point did consciousness come into the void, right? Consciousness was always there. It was? It was just in the void in the beginning. There was only the void in consciousness. consciousness so it was wasn't the just the void. Totally void. It was like consciousness was Consciousness in there with was it. the void. Oh, consciousness was the void. Mm-hmm. Conscious, consciousness. Then it was full. That's, it was just, then it was full already. In the beginning, there was, was one thing. Already. This thing that we're talking about. Yeah, that's probably how it ends and how it starts then. Because if mm-hmm. the thing starts with consciousness from, and the thing ends with consciousness, from that, it probably just Kyle, swells up and out of it. As you described... One huge breathing in and out of as you described universe's when you, creations and destructions. Mm, when you dipped your head into that pool... Yeah. And you came back out and you talked about these kind of waves and cycles that you went through with it. And then like the second or third one was the void that you maybe touched into, right? Yeah, yeah. So the void was there, but then the void had a thought. And the thought was the second thing. And from the thought, then there was this impulse to have an experience. And the experience was the third thing. The experience was the learning. Oh, take me there. Take Mm -hmm. me there. Right on. Right on. (laughs) And then, the, I mean, you're taking me through the creation of the universe, yeah. right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's like what it. Well, Baba makes it. You've heard the. I've told you the Baba metaphor about the mischievous chicken. It's kind of more of a story tale type of a deal, but this is. I'm trying to boil it down to more simple terms instead okay. of making okay. it more of a story. Yeah. So there was this again. You want to tell me as we walk it, to the pump house? Yeah. Same thing that you just went through. Where you're like, ah, I touched the boy, but somehow it's so fleeting with these other things, you know. Somehow there was this whim, this original whim. Something happened in that void, and there was this tiny little ripple. And from that tiny little ripple, a thought happened, and a yearning urged to have some experience that was something more than nothing. And so it, it, it did that. It went out, and it had that experience. It made it happen just by the very nature of wanting to have it happen. And... It was like, imagine it being like a color, because first there's just nothingness, so the most basic of things would be like just seeing a color. It like saw red for the first time. And it was like, what the fuck is This is the chicken? It just blew its mind. The chicken or the The voice? The consciousness. Yeah. The thought. 
the consciousness. Okay, this is Baba's ch- story about a chicken, though. Well, I could tell you the story in terms of the chicken if you want Baba's version. You want the, you want the story of the chicken? Oh, no, no, I like your version, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, we're at the pump house. What we have is these solar panels. And I can see this should be, like, the height of the day. And you can see there's, like, shade all over them, right? Because... I, I knew it was going to happen. You see these trees? Those were the ones that should have been topped. They took down a whole tree over here, and I didn't understand why they did that. I don't know if it was for the light or for something different. But And I bet these couple of... You know, Maybe it's just for the shed. It's because... The, the shed is pretty legit with the redwood planking on it. There was a big it. redwood tree that fell down on top of the solar panel rack, oh, which was huh. previously quite a bit higher. And somehow it didn't break any of the panels. They just all fell over and didn't, it didn't break, even though Remarkable. it fell on them. Yeah. Um, but they redesigned this. What's up more. with Baba and that action? Huh? What's up with Baba and that action? Like, what's up with the, like, why? What, why did he drop a tree on the solar Yeah, panels? like, why does the void into that? Why does the void, like, just kind of move through and, like, make forests and just be like, all right, now no, this is the time that you're going to, like, let burn. go. And now you're going to burn. Hey, now you're going to burn. Mm-hmm. Now you just, this one tree is going to fall. Mm. Like, now. Well, I don't know why Bob would drop that tree on these solar panels, but I do know that they're lower now, and now they're in the shade. So I think a big part of our problem is that, I don't know, but that's, there's multiple problems because this tank is empty, Bob said. The filter's bad. But anyway, this is the pump house. Bob is looking good still. We have two parallel pumps here. Bob built this whole box. This is a big relay box sick. that he's been working on to get it dialed in. This is his pump. <laughs> it's a pump house. This is our pump. This is the real pump house, man. These are the, um, the batteries that we use. And uh, I played with 29 volts, huh? So we're still getting pretty good voltage coming in. Yeah. It looked a little shady to me on those panels, but apparently the voltage is might affect the amperage more than the voltage sometimes. Wow. It was, what, 290 out of what? Like, how high does that normally really go? You know, I guess he has the charge limit set at 29. We're in the shed. It's perfect. Redwood planked. Tin roof. When the when the sun goes down, cement flooring. The pumps turn off. Because Contraptions. The sun is not there anymore. So this uh-huh. would be an evening time jam music jam. You can see it's a bit too small for a drum set, but I think that if we made some weird sounds in here, yeah, it would be appropriate. Yeah. 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 You can almost do it. Do a piece. so intrigued by wires when i look at the wires especially like the open fuse box and i see like the uh, open connections and the different it's colors so and cool, it man. going up to the binders at the end and the copper underneath and at some level being like okay this is just metal and lightning running through things and then this place it's is sick lightning. because it has readouts yeah. with numbers similar on two different like uh 
analog digital. What is this called when it's this type of lettering? Uh, it's like calculator lettering. Yeah, calculator lettering. What is that called? There's a special technology for that. Solar sure. battery load. It's like a backlit kind of a... I'm not sure what that is. The solar conservatories. So you're getting 290 volts coming in at this point? No, 29 volts. It says converters. <laughs> solar converter. Um, 29 yeah, volts. I think wires are amazing. I really, I always like that water analogy for wires and electricity. It's just so cool to think about. It's a physical thing. There's this potential of energy that's just there, built up, ready to release. It just needs to flow somewhere. It's got nowhere to flow. And if you give it a little river, AKA a copper wire or something that conducts electricity well, it's just gonna start zipping through that thing. It doesn't matter what direction it's in. It's not like gravity based. It's gonna go any direction it wants to flow if it's got a place to flow. That is the answer to the tree falling is, and it's such a beautiful, just like powerful, aha, eureka moment of God, or Baba, of the void interacting through things, is that it takes these energy points, it takes these wires, it takes this like laid copper, this river for electricity, and just like, it has these tubes of things that it will happen. And it does it with a tree. It does it with a tree. It's just like, yeah, out of all this forest, yeah, I, it, this is the tree that falls. And this is how it's going to fall. There's and this is when it's going to fall. Yeah. And yeah, it doesn't seem like anything's going on, does it? It's not actually that much windier right now. Like, all these other trees are totally standing. Mm. How much is this time working through it? What is the equation of these bugs that I got going through it? How is the equation of the dirt, everything running all at these points? You know, it's kind of a miracle. A miracle being like a coalition of events and probabilities happening all at one point Thank to you. something seeming in, improbable. Yes. Kyle, you just did it. You just brought up the fourth point that I wanted to bring up. Potentials. Potentials. That's I thought it was going to be is. miracles. We've I thought it was going to be miracles. What is voltage? What is voltage? It is a potential. Okay, I'm just going to say one for the homies with miracles. Dude, I cannot believe that this is a good oh. podcast right here. <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is a uh, potential? How is a potential different than a... Okay, it's not miracles. It's like an opportunity, okay. but it doesn't necessarily happen. It's oh. an idea, but it may or may not come to be. It's a potential. It's a possibility. It's something that exists in the ether. It's something that exists in the like the quantum space, um, and it also so exists all potentials are existing. If you're saying so, like potential exists, the, like as a or just concept, the as the, a thing. the thing of potential. To, to take a few, I'm trying to get like four or five or seven just categories of things so that we can start to conceptualize and understand I'm trying to the get totality of the universe. A cool sitting spot, and I'm seeing this rock we can next check to that the rock. panels. That is a good spot. I'm seeing these stumps like sitting up, up as a stool. I like up there more. Nice. Let's check that for a minute, and then we should probably head back up and get water. We gotta get water. So you're talking about potentialities and like manifesting stuff, you know, there's this potential that happens. Um, and I think that that might be one of the core fundamental energies of the universe. I'm trying oh, to understand yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, this yeah. potentiality like, as you know just how, like, like you a, look at an, an elemental atom, thing. The scientists broke down the atom and they figured out like, oh, this is just three things. It's the proton and the neutron and the electron. Yeah, okay. Wow, we got a handle on this. If we take a look at this thing and we look at all of its properties and we conceptualize it like this, 
we break it down into proton, neutron, under, and, and electron, and we understand it like that. And they went for decades on that. They were rolling with these three categories that they had to break that all down. And then eventually they broke through that and it turned into that like the proton was made of three things and the neutron was made of three things and the electron they still didn't quite figure out. And Dude, I want to feel that decade of rolling. That so, feeling of like epiphany of idea as it stretched along a decade of the fundamental nature yeah. of like what makes things up and they're just streaming on it, rolling in it, so as, in it and what happens with the breakthrough. Yeah. So as a spiritual scientist, I want to get like a little triangle going where you can get as many categories as you want. You can either just like you have one thing or you have two things or you have three categories or you have four categories or five categories and you can just start to break it all down. So like in the very beginning, there was God or we, you, we could, but we can make a whole spiral of what we're calling this because it's right. the void or it's this or it's that or it's, when it's, it's just one thing, then you've got just one thing. That's the, the unity thing is the one, one, when it's only one, it's one. Then when it's two, we That's can break that down and say, the triangle. I, I, when it gets to two, I break it down to reality and illusion. Oh, oh. When it oh, gets to three. That's pretty sudden. I would have done consciousness and uh, not conscious. Mm. Good point. Um, see, this is why. We need to start like writing these things down and, and I get some understanding in terms of this because maybe it's like Just a three-dimensional pyramid. Just for the listener pyramid. here, as Sean was describing, maybe there's that he the, was going to break up reality into triangles and have the points there. It could be like there. a pyramid because in each dude... shape. He had just, as wires he, in his hands wrapped up into some sort of uh, like Celtic <laughs> knot. Well, we were just talking about the wires with the copper. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we walked up the hill away from the pump house, but we are up near some solar panels and we found some like more sitting directly wire under strands. The wiring. Some more scrap wire. So I found some of this sun wire here. I like that not sun that res wire. Into. Isn't that nice? Uh, oh, it's good. Celtic wind, wind. Mm -hmm. Probably some sort of thing that everything else kind of starts running through at some point later down the triangle. But your two points, you stop well, with saying, unity. Know, if we go, and then your second if we points, go from one, illusion and not illusion. Just going from one to two, already we're going to need like four sets of twos because it could be reality and illusion. It could be consciousness and not consciousness. It could be this, it could be that, right? Uh, that's, that's what it is. It could be this, it could be that. Yeah. That's number two. As soon two. as you get to two. It could be this and be that. Yeah, it could be right? this or that. So you got duality. Then yeah. you got it the trinity. Be, not duality. It's this or that. Well, and if you start like, uh, so, okay, right? I mean, I guess mostly it is duality. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's the duality is, huh? zone. So then you get into trinity it's zone. Trinity zone, we could, again, we could define it many ways. There's probably six ways I we never could heard categorize it. trinity zone. Trinity zone. I don't have a notion of trinity zone. So for trinity zone, I always think of it as God me and creation so like you start to get myself okay the other thing yeah and then the stuff and things yeah or possibly oh, because the void. matter would have came with this it's or like that, me you point. and anything else that's probably when matter comes into because everything's mm -hmm. um everything is that's uh, when matter comes in is in the three point that's yeah, why that that's why everything that, is a me that's it's why that proton neutron electron else. was so key because as soon as you had three things that's when things got created as real Ooh. Boom! First there was void. Then we wanted something. Then it happened. And that's why. That's I how we to manifest. Because there was a rock. That is how we manifest. Um, but it has to be a clear channel. Otherwise, it gets blocked up like the filter in our pump house right now, and the whole tank doesn't fill. Potentials are places in the universe, in the spiritual zone, where there's a buildup of energy, and then that energy gets released Ooh. and starts to flow. Ooh. So we save it. We cultivate it. It's like keeping it's like it in flowers. a magic box. It's like we have to hold on to it and protect it for a while before we spend it and utilize it, and it, becomes, oh, and it starts to bear fruit. 
Oh, your the potential. Own... What is that potential? How do we build it? How do we store potentials? Oh, wow. So you're not like there's choices just out there in the world that are just ready, but there's a choice within yourself, and that choice is potential because mm. it is kind of like a longer release. Did you than... notice that a tiny little thing fell right when you said that? Yeah, it's not like rolling. I don't think it like fell from. It's the that sky. moment when you're in the woods and like nothing happened but a limb falls from a tree there was no breeze there was not even a draft yeah and suddenly a limb falls from the trees and it's like that potential there was a kinetic energy that somehow built up and somehow released this is what i was so hyped up on miracles and disappointed that the third thing was uh potential and not miracles i think the miracle is very similar to the potential it's very interesting yeah can we start walking back up yeah totally it's the high potential uh um My, my whales. So there's potential that exists, and it's almost like a potency, and it's something that you have inside of you that you like build up and you're cultivating in some sort of way. Or like, well, well, fill that out a bit more for me, please. The potentials could maybe exist within our bodies, but they could also exist in other beautiful spaces that we have contact with, kind of like the channel that the hot spring is touching the magma, even though it's not real obvious to us how that's happening, but somehow we know that it is. I think the potential exists in the spiritual realm, so it's in an energy pocket somewhere that we can touch base with anytime we want, wherever we are. It might be in our body, it might not be, I'm not sure, but um, it's probably related to the void. I think it, I mean, the void is related to everything because it's so permeable. But the potential is like maybe maybe it even rides on the void. I'm not sure. Huh. I just got too high. I lost that. It was a perfect thing to get lost in. Walking up into like the, the mill here too. I kind of got a little lightheaded walking up the hill, you know? Yeah, total head buzz with yeah. that. This is nice wood right here. This is totally nice wood. Wow. Bob's milling redwood. So clean. Oh, this is this is recent. This is from like on your solar panels. You mill some wood. This is from just recent. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is fresh. He's on he's on top of his stuff. Tree falls down. Mill some wood. I was wondering how these massive long pieces go. How long do you think that is? Month or two. That's like thirty feet. Mm, I don't know. Twenty. No, that's pretty long. Solid, solid. The RV is thirty feet. The RV's 30 feet? Okay. This ain't 30 feet. It would be if it was a wave, though. There it goes. The mill is such a nice central processing command unit, and you, like, bring things through you to it as you're, like, sitting there encased in your your gears and your cutters. It's like a mech type of thing where you're just, like, tunneling it through. I've never seen one like that guy in minnesota who had designed an entire like huge rig that was an attachment for a bobcat so he could go up to a tree cut the tree down and then turn it all into firewood all in one place all in the sea of his bobcat he built it and invented it all himself he's like hardcore minnesotan what a thing to do to be like tinkering that way and to be expanding like snow crawler that he built 
with two transmissions from old Chevy cars. Oh, yeah? And one of the transmissions worked the left tread and the other one worked the right tread. Oh, sick. So he built his own little, like, tread. He built treads out of tires that he stitched together in, like, metal pieces. Stitching tire, dude. That's a <laughs> tough needle. I don't know how he built those treads, actually. Probably had a, th a distribution uh, three-ring shifter like you got. Dude, you used to ride your rice paddy boat through there. Hey, you know what we should do? We should probably close out our podcast before it's just all huffing and puffing up a hill. Well, we're almost there. We got... Uh, Where are we at? We got 13 more minutes. Oh, 13 minutes. Huff and puff. We'll blow this well, thing that down. Means that we need to be able to continue to smoothly podcast. I think we need to... Um, do what we do in This is podcast training This is podcast this training is... 505 <laughs> No dude we're back at it but We're in some podcast boot camp Whoa. right now okay, so speaking of Can the... you podcast while huffing up a hill Yeah exactly Can you podcast while huffing up a hill The answer is yes How can you do it You can do it by slowing down a bit uh. We can maintain our life force And our ease And our voice If we get the same job done But we take just a little bit longer to do it and we maybe plan it a bit better. Would be nice. We don't have too much to plan walking up this hill. This could be perfectly timed. We'll get there right as we're filling up the tubs. One of my favorite breakdowns. I thought you did that on purpose. Hmm? I was like, wow, you did in your in your void sense as it was calling through you, right? Did what on purpose? Oh, I mean, we're going to be filling up the water bottles right at, at an hour. Yes. So it'll be like all this. Uh, yes. Yes. It will be the wrap-up of the podcast. Yeah. We kind of started to walk out of the spring and check how things are doing. Mm -hmm. And we need to fill some jugs with water. Um, let's see. The five points of five being a scientist. The there's first a, one... Well, there's a breakdown. There's Again, you could break things down into any categories that you want. One of my favorite five-point breakdowns is the five rhythms. Flowing, staccato, uh, chaotic, lyrical... And stillness. This is a very this, nice way to think about the world. Um, the stillness feels good after sitting my head into the spring. You definitely can like relate to that. I think about almost every moment or every sentence holographically having these five experiences of the way. <laughs> you do not. Yes, I do. No, you don't, dude. So now we are at the point in this podcast where we're reaching the denouement. We've passed where we're kind of in the middle of yet passing out of the chaotic phase where we're huffing and puffing and not making a whole lot of sense. We're coming to the point where it's going to all wrap up and conclude. That's the lyrical phase. And the only way that we're going to make it there is if we slow our asses down and start to plan out our thoughts a bit more and, and, and realize that... No planning, kid! You're living on their feet! You're right at the edge! You know what to do because you've been here before! You know! You're a scientist! You have organized yourself! You stepped up to the void before! Don't be confused by this and that! You already know everything. How dare you pretend to still be learning? What are you even doing here at my feet? Get out of here! <laughs> How many people do you think end up with the guru and end up with one that's just kind of on their ass like that? You know, like not letting them slack, like giving them a hard time? You're not worthy, like... Your shit. Every experience must come to be. Yeah, yeah. I bet quite a few. I bet quite a few. God is, a, I think, a, he's not very flexible in the sense that he built our universe with very definite laws. Those laws really don't break very often. Though he can break them, which is what we call miracles. 
and that does happen. If you so that's funny because that's opposite of what I was calling a miracle, which was like just the most everyday thing coming in. Oh, those things are miracles in the sense that it's God's creation to me, man. It's a pretty amazing, miraculous place that we live. Yeah. It's got some pretty rad rules that you set out. But what I was trying to get back to the point is that, in a sense, do you think God you is could quite come- flexible because He wants all those experiences. He wants to be the solar panel that's getting crushed by the redwood tree and yet not breaking. Yeah, yeah. In this sense, I thought, you know, it's like, what if God really was everyone? Like, dude's a freak. He's totally freaking. He's totally a freak. It's totally like a big collaborative art show. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes you not weirded out by it like your dog eating its own shit. It's just like, God's kind of a freak. I was thinking about a carpenter ants destroying, like, a, or not destroying, but eating a whole tree in an afternoon in the rainforest. Yeah. The amount that that uh, animal can just consume. Wow. And I was like, it's within God's plan to have this, like the animals fulfilling yeah. what it is. Yeah. It made me have faith in being a human and being destructive yeah. for a moment. I haven't wrapped this thought out as being like, oh, I'm just cool. Yeah. But I was like, damn, it felt so good just to be at ease. It's just like, no, God created these ants. They destroy everything. Humans are meant to do this. We do some destroying. It's part of what we do. But then I started thinking about the flood. And I was like, oh, God's just working things out with us. He got us to this point before. And was like, oh, got to pump the brakes a bit on that one, kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the five points of a podcast are the clipboard, the base of knowledge. Yes. Two, the void, yeah. approaching the space that you do not have this base of knowledge. Ten foot on the edge, ten toes on the edge of your board. You're like looking down. And then three is stuff and things. And stuff and things. And the world and creation and matter and mass and real stuff. And then there's potentials. Four is potentials. Oh, okay. Potentialities. Yeah. Yeah. And. I think maybe five is just consciousness. That is the ride. That's what we're on. That's the thing that's getting to go through the void, the potentialities, the stuff and things, all the learning and the experience. The consciousness is the thing that we are, that we get to ride through all that, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. So that's what it is. That's where we're at. I like it. I like five. I like five. I want to be the scientist that gets gets five outside of being five. Mm. Right? Five out of five. Five out of five. Yeah. Because if we're riding this thing through our consciousness, like what is our consciousness? You know? Like we see I just like went through complete breakthroughs by looking at you know, looking at wires and looking at the dirt coming through and feeling like myself grow and coming into miracles and looking and finding out where water tables are by seeing the way that the water would cl- you know, it's just like learn and grow. Yeah. And that's my consciousness, dude. That ain't shit is what I'm saying. It's pretty sick. But your consciousness is not that big of a thing because what are you saying? Yeah, I mean, just the level that I'm at. The level oh. that I'm conscious is not that big of a thing. But I can see I it as a track. That's a that, healthy glow, though, Kyle. That's a sign that you're on the spiritual path because when you get on the path, you focus less and less on that part. That's yeah. Big, that part becomes the faintest shadow of what you're interested in because it's all about the other things the void, the potential, the stuff, and the learning. Yeah. You don't think about the conscious. Your consciousness becomes very small when you're on the path. That's probably why you always start wearing the same outfit every day and you don't go out and party much and why uh, you're not really even doing that much art at that point. 
Right. Not necessarily. Maybe. And it's kind of a bummer. There's still things to do because it keeps rolling and happening for me. The potentials continue to bubble. And the thing is that you have to ask yourself of all these five things, what direction do you want to go in? Do you want to forever be consciousness? Do you want to forever live in this frothy, bubbly um, molecular space? Or do you want to, you know, get trapped in a crystalline structure of perfection where you think you're copper? Or do you want to just return to the void ultimately? Okay, that's what I'm trying to figure out of five, of just like, okay, we want, how do I get to a different track? We want all those things, right? And I think... It, it, I don't know. I never, We're a scientist. That's why you got to keep pushing it, it forward. Going. So our experiment is, is to bring us to another point of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, like you said, God is a bit of a freak because he can get down on everything at once. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting to maybe the point where we can... Maybe we're improved. We're like upgrading our clipboard or something. I'm not sure. We need to be able to take a bit more in order to learn more. Oh, got you, got you. Because I'm trying to jump to where I. I'm trying to think with more consciousness than I have. Like you said, you're. But I can't just like feeling small. I can't so just get a, to there. You got to incremental upgrade somewhere, but it might be more in the clipboard than in the consciousness. I'm not sure. Yeah, because then you would know more and push you and out what, more. Because I, I or we should just experiment if we can get out now. And maybe it's a clipboard, or maybe it's putting your head into the spring. We're, like, we're using the clipboard as a metaphor for our organizational skills. So what it is is changing our habits. It's just like what are we? What do we do? What's normal for us? What are we used to doing? If it's our everyday routine to pull the clipboard out and write down the important things that we're learning about, then. Um, we can change our habits and patterns. So focus on that habit and pattern if you want to become more of an organized clipboard learner, right? Mm -hmm. I will do the same because I also need to keep working on that. Together, we will grow and rise through the froth and reach a point where we've risen so high, blasting through that we reach nothingness again and find that in fact we are at the bottom and we have one more killer ride ahead of us. <laughs> Let's go get some water. Let's do it. I'm gonna look at my clipboard. Oh, all right. So much as everyone remained convinced that matter was made up of electricity, we would be in your chemistry lab, compounds and tools to mix. When did you write this down? Just now? Yesterday. Yesterday you wrote this all down? Yeah, word, word. Whoa, word. Well, it's from, uh, it was a, it's a book about the development of like thinking. Yeah. And so it goes through, uh, Can you again? at this point it was to man's development of atoms. So it was going through like that. So much as everyone remained convinced that matter was made up of electricity, what would be in your chemistry lab, compounds and tools to mix them? Exactly though, right? <laughs>
Offering a complete explanation of the remarkable relationships between the physical and chemical properties of the elements. If we think of things as having consciousness, and we assume Um, that would be the funnest thing, right? It would God be really fun to just. I was with just them and be like, thinking no, that you're not that anymore. Now you're this. You just totally changed form into this new thing. Oh, now oh. you're in this totally unfamiliar space. You get to have this whole new experience. What is? Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah no, that's a pretty great deal that you just like move from consciousness to one thing to the next How thing. Wild is that? No, it is probably the most wild thing. That is probably the most wild thing. Of all the experiences, it's probably switching yeah. consciousness into something else. To be like some powder and you've been sitting there for however long and all of a sudden you merge with baking soda and just start bubbling. You've never bubbled before. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When the bottles started clinking and clocking, uh, what if, if everything was consciousness? And so then you start going on that ride of just like those yeah, bottles and what they they're are. doing. I and like, how fun is that? They That's so... I full on think that they are. And it's like, like my job... Is to, to open to the lid slowly. Oh, you're riding as he opens the I'm lids the to his buckets. I'm Very the, delicate I'm and showman-like. Spigot hooked up, hose hooked up. Of the whole mech. It's like a giant mech system. Everything is like totally conscious. Water it, going. It can't move. It's not animated consciousness. And so we are the ones who get to give it experiences. Oh my gosh, that is a distorted, or not distorted, but just like, it sounds like a Bond villain when he's explaining why he's going to control the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm just the one to give it experiences. It's yeah. locked into... It's kind of weird, though, because it's like, the thing, well, I'm claiming that this is happening whether or not we're conscious of it. Yeah, okay. And that's okay. the fuck part. Yeah. Because most people don't think this is true, so they don't even care. But I claim that it is true and that it also matters if we think about it and make a good experience for everything around us. It actually does make this, like, wave, this web of good potentials that all want to come racing back to you. It's a good feeling. Yeah. The potentials racing back to you. Every time, no matter what it is, whether you're interfacing with a bucket or your lover, it doesn't matter whether you're lifting that lid off. Or you're a nucleus wave close, or the way that waves close around nucleus. Yeah. Whether you're any of those things... If you're doing it with that careful intention that you care about the thing and you're putting like a little bit of that artistic spice to make it nice. All the invisible ways of picturing metaphors. That was in that book. <laughs> you can linger larger in the world of the eye and the ear and the touch like the diamond cleaving, feeling the structure of the crystal. Like the diamond cleaver feeling the structure of the crystal. Whoa, dude. That'd be nice to be a knife cutting a crystal. It'd be nice to be a diamond cleaver feeling the structure of it rough, too. It would be nice to be the diamond being split. If that was the shape you wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah, at that point, that's, yeah, you got to start thinking of your buckets and making sure that you're taking the lids off the way that they want to be taken off, which I suppose it is. The bucket earlier, lid fits on there and that's earlier, how it goes. We were talking about relationships and I made a comment that I was like, oh, every relationship started with, oh, this feels good. What's next? Oh, yeah. yeah well, it's not entirely yeah. true because the other relationship is, oh, somebody just fucked me. 
And now I have to continue dealing with this person. <laughs> that was probably the one that happened much more. <laughs> love was probably so rare at first. So rare at yeah. first. Yeah. It was like that. Just like your that soulmate was rare. the one person yeah. that didn't fuck you over. The it's one person that just didn't just to get that steal moment, your you food. Have a relationship that feels good instead of just feeling bad and everything <laughs> bad and horrible. Oh, oh, you didn't kill me in my sleep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Man. Here we are. Let's try this out. Exactly. This water looks pretty clean. Yeah. I mean, I'm putting it in a dirty bucket, but let's see with it. You know who came up with the ultimate table of stuff? I don't know anything about the dude or where he came from it. Ultimate table? You mean the periodic table? That's right. Yes. Mendelin. Mendelin. That's right. Mendelin. The ultimate yeah. table, man. Weren't we texting about this recently? I don't I think, think I so. Texted you a periodic table. Not oh, you did. Ago. That's right. It yeah. was a periodic table of some sort of Remember different. I, you I was trying to research the different resonances of the numbers of protons and different elements. Oh, I like that, dude. That's a great research project. Yeah, the energies of because you can look at copper. How many protons does copper have? I forget. I think it's fourteen. That's yeah. a love number, dude. Love number, copper. We'd have to look at each one. They all have them, dude. It's like, oh yeah. Well, of course, hydrogen is number one. What are the frequency numbers? Um, got to pull up the periodic table again. It's in there. I got some data here. Let's see. You know what? It's in my gallery, actually, because I already downloaded it. got to ask Mendelssohn. Oh, How do you think Mendelssohn figured this thing out? I love that in the still of that, <laughs> then that's when the bottle filled up and gave the overflow splash. Wow. Interwe interweaving. If you could get to the point of having conversations with the void... You're that's insane. You're insane, no, though. That's you are also no. insane. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> I know that's what you're trying to do, and it would be spectacular and so wild and like. Believe the ride because it does exist. Believe the ride, yeah. Believe the ride. <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's a potential, and you're like, no, it can't really be. But the more that you ride it, it's like, yes, it really is. And then it starts to come back in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. As long as you're still living in that mode where you're like, no, I'm small and I'm afraid and I'm not doing it because it's not real, it's never going to be good. So my scientific inquiry of what's coming up is... Sean, will you splash my head? Yeah. Is what is Mendelssohn doing to come up with the periodic tables? Like, where's that coming from? God, this feels good, dude. This is good water. It's good water. You can drink it. Oh, oh. Dang, that tastes good. Let me get another slurp of that, dude. Booyah. No, no, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Tell me about periodic tables and numbers and frequencies. Well, H2O, buddy, you got two hydrogens and two oxygens that are merged in one of the most miraculous little triangular shapes you could possibly imagine. Some little ma masterful little V thing that can create the ultimate fluid dynamic. Like the grasshopper's antenna floating in the water earlier. A V shape, fluid dynamic. 
Okay, so as a scientist, I'm going to inquire further or look at your research if you've come up with some of what has happened with the frequencies of the number elements in the periodic table and what those vibrate at. And so to know what they vibrate at, I take that number to like a, a megahertz thing, like it's vibrating at 42. Like how does copper become 42 become love? Uh, we'll get to that next time though. I think that's up for the next podcast. That's a preview. Good word. <laughs>